0: of mine. Like my fellow spooky folks, it's the boy Trick and Troy, and this is Man of Horror, a horror pod where I talk all things scary. Uh, today's going to be a twisty psychological episode. I'm going to share my top 15 psychological horror films, and then I'm going to review and rate the film Infinity Pool. Um, really quick, Infinity Pool was wild as fuck. <laughs> it was definitely a trippy ride, and I enjoyed it thoroughly, so I'm excited to talk about that. So stick around, and let's get started. boogeyman is real and you found him and you found him and you found him in 15th place funny games a remake of a british horror invasion film this one is i think shows the downside of wealth in a really good way it's a pair it's like about a, a family who goes away to like their vacation home which already lets you know money and um like, a pair of these wealthy brothers decide to go on a killing spree in this specific area. It's kind of like a uh, a lake, you know, like, um, and so, like, it's, like, all these super lavish lake houses, and, again, it's these two brothers who decide to just kind of go on a killing spree throughout the fucking lake houses because they're all, like, separated, too, so they're not, like, all up on each other, you know, if you've seen, um, some of those areas, you know, it's, like, a house per mile type thing, so, um, there's different houses across the lake, and it's, like, acting like they need some help or some shit and they basically just torture a fucking family and kill them by morning and again they do it for fun but they're completely fucking psychotic and essentially they're bored you know so with that it just it again shows the downside of wealth extreme wealth (laughs) um and not having a spiritual center i think too because You get bored and decide to fucking kill people. That's wild. Either way, super fun movie. It's meta as fuck. And they, like, break the fourth wall a few times, which is, like, I'll say it's, I won't say a few times. It's it's actually pretty regular in this film. And it's pretty funny. So definitely worth a watch. In 14th place, The Cell. I think that this film is hugely underrated. It stars Jennifer Lopez um, and I think, what is his name? Anthony D'Onofrio or something. I'm totally butchering his name, so I won't say it again. But ultimately, um, Jennifer plays a psychiatrist who's working with this tech company who has, like, invented this new device that allows a person to enter the consciousness of another. Herself, like, you know, she uses it for troubled kids. But the FBI come to her because they need help finding the last victim of a serial killer who they, you know, ultimately believe she's alive. So she has to enter the mind of a serial killer. Like, just think about that, you know, and it's just visually disturbing at some points. And then quite literally, beautifully horrible. Like, I don't, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, it's totally worth the watch. It's sick as fuck. And I think the visuals alone make like, this movie, um, something to to mention all right so in 13th place in the mouth of madness um this one is a john carpenter directed classic from the 90s it's about a man who's on the search for uh, a a well-known horror writer in a small town and the film itself it it bounces between reality and insanity And, like, for the character, you know, the the lines are blurring between real life and what's, like, happening between the pages of uh, the writer's last book. So, it's just, honestly, it's crazy as hell. Um, And you never really know what's real. (laughs) Um, It's, it's like, H.P. Lovecraft meets Tales from the Crypt. That's the kind of feel it has. And, honestly, I'll say it's a bit underrated. So definitely check that out. In 12th place, us. Us is a Jordan Peele film that I've discussed like several times on the pod and I probably will discuss it several more. <laughs> but it was uh, Jordan's second film, Out the Gate, and just like personally, it did not disappoint at all. Um it's all about doppelgangers which i believe I said this last time. Um I was never afraid of that until this film. Like before if I saw me, I would have been like, oh shit, what's up? Like, let's fuck some shit up together, twin. But, <laughs> like, now, I'm not sure I'd be so inviting. Um, nevertheless, though, what brings this film together, I think, really is the, the cast. And Lupita's performance overall is just, like, worth a watch itself. And honestly, I think it deserves a bit more acclaim, too. If I'm being real. But, nevertheless, give it a watch. And eleventh place, as above, so below, I've definitely mentioned this one on the pod before as well. um, I had a great time with this film, like I remember it came out around the time I had my spiritual awakening, so I was just like you know into a lot of esoteric information and stuff like that, and I came across the quote you know or I guess philosophy of as above, so below, and then this movie came out, so I was just like all in you know and it essentially explores the idea of hell, how hell is only what you couldn't let go of on earth, you know, as above, so below. As it is in heaven, so be it on earth, you know, um, as within, so without, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, if you die angry at someone or at a situation, you will go to hell, which will just be you repeating whatever moment that is or are um, you know, whoever it is, whatever the case is, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they went to hell too, cause they could have let go of whatever the situation is. And that's also what makes it more important. I think probably one of the most important horror films to watch lesson wise, um, just because, you know, you need to learn to let go. And outside of that, that's just a really good fucking film. In 10th place, Gerald's Game stephen king classic that i covered on the stephen king episode and i'll probably cover it again one day (laughs) but um it's all about a woman who goes away for the weekend to a cabin with her husband they have some marital issues so they decide to role play spice up their sex life he takes viagra and handcuffs her to the bed then while she's handcuffed he has a fucking heart attack and dies (laughs) and again they're at a cabin so they're like in the middle of nowhere so it's just really extreme and and when i first saw it i was like oh shit because it happens within like the first 20 minutes so the the movie is based on what she goes through in this moment or in this you know these days or nights whatever the case is and um i just remember thinking like what the fuck is gonna happen next and yeah it surprises you um it's trippy and like the best psychological horror you aren't sure what's real and what's not so it's on netflix i urge everybody to check that one out in ninth place, Rosemary's Baby. This one, I think, works in a way that dives into the fears of a pregnant woman. It, like, First off, if you don't know about this movie, total shame on you, but it's about a woman and her husband who gets a good job, they move into this super lavish apartment, and she ends up getting pregnant. And the apartment, you know, is filled with all these wealthy people, and he starts to work a lot, leaving her alone, and she just starts to experience wild shit, you know, and Throughout the film, she's just kind of like gaslighted into thinking she's losing her mind. And to the end, when they reveal the, spoiler alert, whole apartment is in a fucking devil's cult. And the devil raped her. And the child that she just gave birth to is the devil's son. So it's just really visceral in execution and terrifying in theory. If you haven't seen it, at least heard of this one. I'm going to go ahead and give you the bell. Shame. An eighth place split. Another M. Night film. This one definitely falls into the hate category. A film about a man with multiple personalities, one of which is nicknamed the fucking Beast. The Beast has supernatural strength and superhuman strength. And he just like growls or he doesn't talk. And he's just a beast, literally, you know. And I think two things about this film really make it work. The first one is that by the end, it's revealed to be a part of a larger world. And it's related to the film Unbreakable. The second thing is James McAvoy's performance. Like he is so fucking underrated in this, and and should have gotten an award, honestly. The way he plays the different personalities and just like is able to switch on command as an actor is admirable and inspiring. Like truly. In a seventh place, Black Swan. Um, I I fucking love this movie. <laughs> um, it's like all the elements here. are just they just work really, really well, you know, between the um the artsy idea of ballerinas and ballet and um, you know, the the world of being a dancer, living in New York, you know, just it just captured a lot of different things that I think really, really worked together. Um Natalie Portman and Brina Kunis, they play these ballerinas in a dance company who are doing Swan Lake, which if you don't know the story of Swan Lake. Uh, okay so i mean i I can't imagine many people do so that's fine um i won't say it here just look it up but basically the main character undergoes like a a transformation reminiscent of the the tale of swan lake so it's kind of like she becomes the black swan that she has to both dance as and um essentially opposed story base but it's twisty it's artsy it's patient and it's like delivery and then it's very consistent you know you want to see what happens next and i actually i recall going to the theater seeing this and it was just like a really good time i i enjoyed myself throughout the whole thing and sixth place the witch i just mentioned this one in the last episode um for religious horror but it's also a psychological horror, too, so I won't say too much. Either way, it's ultimately an amazing portrayal of the paranoia, I think, that filled that time period, and it's just a good fucking movie. So, if you haven't seen it by now, as many times as I've goddamn mentioned it, you get the bell. And fifth place, speaking of films of multiple genres, seven. This Maloki can go to the religious horror list, too. I'm not even sure. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm i'm comfortable with the list that i chose but i think this would go like if i do a top 20 whatever either way um <laughs> it's about a serial killer who uses the seven deadly sins for motive and inspiration to kill people and what i like about this movie is just that it's such a dark bleak film and it just like oozes with dread right like i I don't think I've i've seen a movie that just just feels sad, if that makes sense. <laughs> like it just feels sad, it feels dark. Um and I believe it's based on a book, if I'm not mistaken, but overall, super classic. Each kill, um like each each kill slash sin that's executed is done very uniquely, I think. And it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. Both the performances of Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are extremely notable as well. And I'll actually say if you haven't seen this one too, Bill. In fourth place, Psycho. Not the horrible 90s one with Vince Vaughn either. <laughs> um, the OG slasher slash psycho um slash psychological thriller. It's from 1960 Alfred Hitchcock film, um, Anthony Perkins, I believe. Um Yes, Anthony Perkins. Okay. Um, but yeah, ultimately, you know, this one was genius in its direction and execution, you know? Um, I think so many horror tropes were birthed here. And again it's just even outside of that, you know, just alone Anthony Perkins' performance was just outstanding, you know, to think one that it came out in nineteen sixty and we got everything that we got from this. But I think it's just this film is a testament to really good work because while, you know, visually it doesn't necessarily hold up to years and freaking decades of films, story-wise, it it completely holds up, you know? And, and I think if you're like a casual horror watcher and you haven't seen it, that's okay. But if you're a horror fan, like a fan fan and you haven't seen it, yeah, you get the bell. Shame! In third place, The Shining. I mentioned this one on the pod before, too, so I won't say too much, but obviously Stephen King is on this list again. Um, he's one of the masters of fucking psychological horror, like Stanley Kubrick's vision, Jack Nicholson's acting, like the Overlook Hotel, the, the ghost, just like everything about this movie works. And anytime I watch it, my only complaint is just like, and it's not necessarily a complaint, it's just like a, uh, I don't know. How to explain it, but I just I feel bad for Shelley Duval, you know. But other than that, Chef's kiss completely. In second place, The Silence and the Labs. For many, it was our true true introduction to Hannibal Lecter. Um, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the pod before, but if I haven't, that's totally fine because I will mention it again. Um, Hannibal is my favorite serial killer, I think, because of his intelligence. Um. Intelligence is something I highly regard, so it's just, and and I think Anthony Hopkins was a really perfect choice, like, because he just, he plays it so well with such, like, grace and eeriness, you know, he's creepy, yet funny, smooth, and yet unfucking nerving you know, and then Buffalo Bill was just fucking nuts, like, (laughs) me and my mom quote this movie all the time, it puts the lotion shit on its skin, um, yeah, that shit. You know it's it it's a great movie. Definitely, if you haven't seen this one, *Bell Time*. Shame. In first place, *Get Out*. Another Jordan Peele film, fucking classic. His very first one. I Mentioned it on the pod before. I'll mention it again. He laughed it at the fucking park, man. Like, I won't say too much again because I mentioned it before. But I just I love that this was the first, and not even just psychological film, but the first. Well psychological horror i'll say that this is the first psychological horror film that really felt like it was in my mind like personally it came out around the time i moved to arizona from detroit and anybody that knows those two places knows that's a hell of a fucking culture shock so this this was perfect it captured the fear of being like the only black person in the room kind of you know um i'll say if you haven't seen this one and you're a black horror fan you get three bills shame Shane! Shane! Because what the fuck is wrong with you, right? Sometimes, that is is better. Alright, so that was my top 15 psychological horror films. Let's go ahead and get into this Infinity Pool review. I was excited to see this movie. First off, um, Mia Goth, as always, fucking killed it. She has this amazing quality to... Be sweet, and be damn right fucking evil, you know, um, or just fucking crazy. For that matter, with this one, I'll say it's it, her, her. It's it's a journey. It, her her performance is definitely a journey. Um, is it not? Bill, Alex Garzgard, um he kills it as well. I've loved him, first off, since fucking True Blood, like, come on, right, um, but he did an amazing job as well in this one, um, overall, so, okay, everybody who was in it did really good, but the story itself is a trippy, like, mindfuck of a film, right, it's about this vacation destination spot that's, you know, I forgot the name of it, but it's, you know, just some super exotic shit that's, like, only something that rich people would know about because it's it's kind of evident as you see the people that are there the type of people that are there and then like there's this rule that you can't go outside of the compound so alright cool and obviously the main characters they go outside of the compound and shit gets fucking crazy Um, so spoiler alert really quick basically they get into trouble and end up in jail what I like about this film is that's a fear that is very valid. Uh, Being arrested in another country is terrifying. Being arrested in another state, but in another fucking country? Like, no, nah, I don't have time. Um, so it kind of plays on that, and it gets, she gets real. Like, the, the main character, like, so Mia Goth, her character, she's already there, and Alex's character or whatever, um, and I, you know what, let me look it up on my phone, because I have a whole ass smart phone, a homeless man, Alex Skarsgard, and I feel like I'm right, I just feel like I, I could be wrong as well, and I am probably more so wrong, but I'd be so, so fucked up, because, like, I watched True Blood, I love it, oh, I was right, Alexander fucking Skarsgard. see, <sighs> trust in your knowledge, trust in your knowledge, Troy, okay, anyway, um, so, yeah, okay, so his character, he's there with his, his wife or whatever, and, oh, there's this part where being and Goth, like, they all go hang out at, like, this random beach. Um, he goes to go piss, and she just walks up and starts, like, jacking him off, and it's like, uh, oh, okay, and he doesn't do anything fucking about it. Anyway, ends up in jail, um, he gets a murder trial, like, they like, he does something, I don't want to say what he does, but ultimately there's like this, this rule where the relatives of someone that you have killed get to kill you. And that's pretty much what happens. And It is brutal as fuck. And then we look up and he was watching himself get killed. And ultimately this place has this, this thing where they make clones when you get arrested so that people, I guess, can go back home. It's fucking crazy. It's Crazy and and apparently so. With that being said, it is a almost like fetish thing for some people. There's a group of people who like to do this and watch themselves get killed. And it's like you don't know what's happened because it's acted so well. It's done so fucking well um, that you don't know what the fuck is happening. You don't know what's real, what's not. And by the end of it, it just feels like it was all a dream. It was so, it's such an effective film in that way because it just felt like a fucking dream. By the end of it, I was just looking like, oh, I'm, I'm sick. excuse me? What? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Um, so, okay, with that, I gave it three out of five stars. One for watchability. Again, it's very trippy. So there's some very interesting visuals that go on in this. But even outside of that, um, goth. Uh, what like whatever be a fucking off. Um, the second one I give it is gore because again, there's so there's a lot of deaths in this, and I mean I guess for that matter too. That's also why I gave it kill count. Um, and then the last one you know because I could, I'm, I'm sorry I'm like thinking about it now. I think I'm gonna give this four because. It also had cinematography. There was some visuals that were like completely trippy. And there's like a there's like a good two minute scene of just like that felt like a fucking acid trip. Like I, I don't even know. Like yeah, it was deep. So I I'll give it four out of five. I'll say it's definitely worth a watch if you have not seen it. Definitely check that one out. Appreciate you guys as always. So so much for listening. Definitely follow the official Instagram page for the pod. And next time, stay spooky bucks. Peace.